it's a pretty simple yes or no question, which is You'd other like to be, sir. Others, nothing simple in this case. The court case between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard is messy, complicated, and full of mixed evidence for and against each person. So why has so much of the online response rushed to assume his innocence and her guilt? The situation began in 2016 with Heard filing for divorce, and initially the case felt like another example of the Me Too movement. Heard detailed how she'd been a victim of her then-husband's domestic abuse, even releasing a photo of herself with a black eye. When it happens in your home behind closed doors with someone you love, it's, it's, it's not as straightforward if a stranger did this. But as the years have gone on and many lurid details have emerged, the picture has become a lot muddier. And if you're following the trial of Depp suing Heard for defamation on Twitter or TikTok, you're likely seeing the narrative that Depp has been definitively proven the much-suffering victim of Heard's twisted treachery. That's in spite of texts Depp sent joking about how to kill his wife by burning or drowning and then have sex with her corpse, his admission to headbutting her, and various video and audio recordings that display him smashing objects, acting intimidating, and shouting verbal abuse. Not to mention that Depp actually lost his case in the UK against the Sun newspaper, claiming they'd libeled him as wife-beater after the court found substantial evidence that Heard had been abused. Judge Mr Justice Nicholl found that 12 of the 14 alleged incidents of domestic violence were, in his words, substantially true. The fact that this trial is live-streamed on YouTube adds another dimension, especially because Depp is a movie star. We are so used to seeing him in beloved fictional roles that, in a way, it makes sense that fans of his movies movies can't help being drawn in by his sheer performer's charisma. It's impossible to divorce our image of Johnny Depp the star from Johnny Depp the real person, just playing out in the various memes, compilations, and TikToks relating to the trial. How mother f are you doing that for? That's embarrassing. You're embarrassing! An online petition to put Depp back in the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise has received hundreds of thousands of signatures, while on the flip side, a petition to remove Heard from Aquaman 2 has received millions. People have accused Heard of fake crying on the stand. I, I... and copying Depp's style as a way of playing mind games with him. Essentially, social media has cast Heard as a Gone Girl-style manipulator. She's doing this in court. Can you imagine what she was like behind closed doors? But regardless of where the truth lies in this particular case, what kind of precedent is all this vitriol aimed at Heard setting for future victims who are considering discussing or reporting domestic abuse? Is the online glee over tearing her down a broader sign that we're entering an era where much of the public is eager not to believe women in general? I've had to relive this trauma in front of the world. And I've seen my life picked apart by people on television, on Twitter. The trial by social media is also raising uncomfortable questions about how the popularity of true crime has desensitized us to the line between entertainment and real legal proceedings. Here's our take on if the reactions to the Depp Heard trial signal we're in a full-on backlash to the Me Too movement and what the whole trial frenzy reveals about today's cultural moment. If you're new here, be sure to subscribe and click the bell to get notified about all our new videos. Gentlemen, you will always remember this as the day that you almost caught. Captain Jack Sparrow. Johnny Depp has been one of Hollywood's most iconic, celebrated, and beloved actors for over 30 years, and this trial puts a spotlight on how star power like his can lead to parasocial relationships that blur our judgment. 
prior to the trial, the herd-dep relationship seemed complicated to say the least. There were herd's allegations, then her retraction of those allegations, plus accusations and evidence that she herself had been abusive. I was hitting you. I was not punching you. Babe, you're not punched. Don't tell me what it feels like to be punched. Laurel Anderson, the couple's marriage counselor, testified the couple engaged in mutual abuse. But as Michelle Goldberg writes for the New York Times, some domestic violence experts consider mutual abuse a myth, arguing that while both partners in a toxic relationship can behave terribly, one usually exercises power over the other. Even if you believe that Heard acted inexcusably, the idea that she was the primary aggressor against a larger man with far more resources who was recorded cursing at her for daring to speak in an authoritative way defies logic. So how can we explain the public's eagerness to side definitively with Johnny and declare his total innocence despite proof that he, at the very least, acted badly in a number of situations, whatever you say of Amber? It seems to stem from people feeling like they already know him, from years of watching him as an empathetic on-screen presence. Are you okay? Depp's star power has always revolved around the idea of him as an outsider. While he is as typically handsome as contemporaries who rose to fame in the 80s and 90s like Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, or Keanu Reeves, Depp's defining roles were more esoteric. He's a highly imaginative uh, character. It seems clear that his awareness of what we call reality is radically underdeveloped. Outside of his performances, Depp became associated with a coolness that further set him apart. He was known to be friends with Hunter S. Thompson and play guitar with Oasis. He's also shown a self-awareness and a sense of humor about his celebrity that has helped him come across as down-to-earth. I'm fine, man. Just doing another film that's gonna make loads of money. Probably a lot more money than any film you've ever <clears throat> made. When viewed at the trial, Depp carries those characters into his public persona. People aren't seeing him as a real person, but instead as an extension of his movie roles, someone we think we have a relationship with. I saved your life, you saved mine, we're square. By contrast, we don't have similar associations with Amber Heard. Yes, she's an actor with a few big credits, but she's not a megastar, and her career isn't full of iconic roles. So she's seen predominantly through the lens of her relationship with Depp, and with Depp emerging on social media as the hero and star of this particular show, Heard becomes cast as the villain he has to overcome. I'll stab this through his heart for what he did Arthur. I want to make him pay. Well, he is an actor, and he's very charming, but he's also clearly a nice guy. The Me Too movement broke new ground for women's rights, but are we in the middle of a powerful backlash or reversal of what was gained? As the New York Times' Michelle Goldberg puts it, the volatile actress, who at times was violent toward Depp and who never made good on a promise to donate her entire divorce settlement to charity, is very far from a perfect victim. That made her the perfect object of a hashtag MeToo backlash. Amber Heard's first allegations of Depp's abuse came in 2016, and at the time, there was a real sense Depp would be publicly shamed in the same way as other famous men were around the same time. Amber Heard walking out of court with a temporary restraining order and visible bruising on her face after a judge ruled her husband, Johnny Depp, must stay away. But now, apparent evidence that Heard assaulted Depp is being used to counter the claims he assaulted her, calling her character and her initial accusations into question. Amber Heard has become the perfect example of that you can use to spot when a person is lying. It's sometimes forgotten that the current trial isn't even about determining who abused whom, it's about defamation. Depp argues that a 2018 op-ed Heard wrote was false and destroyed his career. With respect to Johnny, it, it was... it was 
catastrophic. Ironically, in that op-ed, which doesn't name Depp, Amber Heard was discussing how becoming seen as a domestic abuse victim had already exposed her to vicious backlash and hurt her career. She wrote, I became a public figure representing domestic abuse, and I felt the full force of our culture's wrath for women who speak out. Now, regardless of what side of the fence you come down on for the question of what abuse occurred in the marriage, it certainly feels like we are watching culture's wrath play out in full force against Heard. She essentially argued that she was the face of women being abused in the United States. And she's not super convincing. We're already seeing how a number of people who were supposedly canceled during the Me Too movement are rehabilitating their careers. Louis C.K. won a Grammy for a comedy album that not only talks about the sexual abuse allegations levied against him, but characterizes them as far more consensual than the allegations said they were. And they say yes. Just say, are you sure? <laughs> Most chillingly, in 2018, Brett Kavanaugh, a man with a credible rape allegation hanging over him, was appointed to the United States Supreme Court despite his accuser, Dr. Christine Blasey Ford's testimony, credibility, and certainty. I'm thankful that sharing my experience prompted over 200,000 people to send messages of support, many handwritten sharing their own stories of assault and abuse. Recently, the conversation around Me Too has been largely overshadowed by the highly politicized debate around cancel culture, in which focus on what someone is accused of becomes secondary to the theoretical consequences they could face for those transgressions. So essentially, the accused aggressor is recast as a victim. This cancel culture or this instant rush to judgment, I can promise you that no one is safe. The most disturbing element of this trial is the reaction to her, the individual, not so subtly standing in for reaction to women in general. It may well be that Heard isn't entirely innocent, but that would mean hers isn't a representative case of most domestic abuse allegations. And this is humiliating for any human being to go through. And perhaps it's easy to forget that. I'm a human being. Social media reveling in the idea heard as lying, just as dismissal of Dr. Blasey Ford's testimony as he said, she said, fuels the dangerous myth that lying and manipulation are common actions of those claiming domestic abuse. In reality, a 2008 study on domestic abuse noted it is critical to emphasize that the making of false allegations of spousal abuse is much less common than the problem of genuine victims who fail to report abuse. The fear of causing a fuss or just not being believed or you know, nothing's going to come of it. Believe women, a major Me Too slogan, doesn't mean women never lie, or to believe all women even in the face of contradictory evidence, but it means our default should be to believe a woman when she speaks up, instead of automatically rushing to attack her character, especially because reporting abuse is such a difficult and unpleasant thing to do that it would be pretty masochistic to choose that if you didn't have to. It's quite stressful to tell people that you're close to, let alone uh, strangers in the police station. So whatever the truth is about Heard and Depp specifically, it's worrying to think of how the symbolic fallout of the case may embolden other abusers and disempower victims who might otherwise have spoken up. Depp pal Marilyn Manson has already filed a similar defamation suit against his ex-fiancee Evan Rachel Wood, accusing her of making up sexual abuse allegations and even recruiting other women to falsely make the numerous other accusations against him. So Evan Rachel Woods could essentially say, you're just trying to silence me because I'm making these claims against you and you can't do that. But this goes beyond anti-slap. He's talking about specific defamation. I found myself for the first time last night watching YouTube on the telly and it almost 
wrongly felt like a show. Trials as entertainment have long been an ethical debate. There are concerns that those involved in a trial will modify their behavior because they know an audience is watching, something known as the Hawthorne effect. Johnny showed off his sweet tooth as he brought gummy bears into the courtroom. Yes, yes, so this is like a Willy Wonka thing. <laughs> this can privilege those who are used to being in the spotlight. In the case of the O.J. Simpson trial in the 90s, despite immense evidence pointing to O.J.'s guilt, his star power, charisma, and reputation as a champion athlete kept public opinion on his side. The Depp Heard case comes at a unique moment in the history of courtroom dramas. The fact that their case is streaming live on YouTube makes audience engagement with it easier than ever, with reaction videos coming out almost in real time. It, it was the exact opposite of what Depp talked about doing I a lot expected, of drugs, but not MDMA. It is also intersecting with true crime, growing into a marketable mainstream, even prestige genre of entertainment. The nuts and bolts of trial proceedings used to be known only to experts, but now there's a large audience of people who feel familiar with these processes and emboldened to comment on them. If the police saw that, they would have made a report. Yeah, yeah, like absolutely they would have made a report. Meanwhile, though true crime does educate people on some legal proceedings, one of the other consequences of mainstreaming the genre is that it can tempt us to reduce complicated cases to something simple and digestible. Even the genre name true crime suggests there's one objective truth to every situation that we as an audience can get to the bottom of. Part of the appeal of these shows is uncovering that clear answer, but this ignores how unknowable that truth can often be, or by how much opinion and interpretation plays a role in audiences' eventual conclusions. Amber would be asked a question and she would go off on these like long, long explanations where she was very much, in my opinion, in character. With the Depp Heard case and its constant stream of memes and reactions, we're consuming a real trial as bite-sized entertainment in a way that makes it almost impossible to weigh the complex facts in a measured, impartial way. And so the very format and existence of this trial raises problems with the ethics of watching serious allegations receive lightning-fast verdicts in the court of public opinion. Violence against women is an issue that transcends all social economic boundaries. Thank you for watching the take. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you're watching.